0: Welcome to the Outback Way podcast. This edition is sponsored by our guidebook, which is available from our website, outbackway.org.au. Welcome to the Outback Way podcast. I am Helen Lewis. Buckle up as we take you on Australia's longest shortcut, a journey through the heart of Australia. Welcome to the Outback Way podcast. This episode, we are talking with Mayor Rick Britton, who is the Mayor of Bullya in far western Queensland. Welcome Rick and thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks Helen. Great,
0: so Rick uh, you've been in Bullya a, a very long time, tell us, tell us more about the history of Bullya itself, the town and, and how it came to be uh, where it is because it's a long way from anywhere really.
1: Well um, I've, it's, it's amazing when you say where where is Bullya, um, we've had relatives and friends and um, they'll come out and visit and when they go back in they say, Oh well you know, their friends say, Oh, where is Bully? And they say, Well, you know where Rock is and they say, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they well Well it's nowhere near that. Um Where <laughs> where <laughs> so where if you and but talking of Rocky, if you head west from Rock and just keep travelling until you've given up um and then travel a little bit more. Um yeah, so we're directly west of Rocky, um and then yeah. halfway between Mount Isa i um, the big mining city in the north of the, North Queensland, and Versal, the famous Versal Races. So, if you if you get a ruler and line up Rocky and Head West, and ride Mount Isa and Versal and run a ruler, you're just about where Boyer is. Yeah, yeah.
0: So you're about 300 k's from Longreach, aren't you?
1: Ah, uh, no, no. Five forty. It's five forty from Longreach. Yeah,
0: five forty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and yeah, three hundred.
1: 300 kilometres Mount Isa is north of us, and Burgle yes. is 400 kilometres south of us. Yeah, great.
0: Okay. That's there we are. Yeah,
1: 240 kilometres off the Northern Territory border. Yeah. Wow. Good.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you. And so, what was the? Uh, how did actually Bulia get uh, gazetted as a town, and why was it made a town? Do you know that history. Uh, I think.
1: Oh well, not particularly. But um, you know, it's the history is we just celebrated the 60th year. Birthday of our new hall, um, of the of the old hall, and we've done a re redevelopment of that. Uh, Bully right. has been here for well over 100 years, and I think um, it first came out when the land was gazetted out, um, yep. and then uh, beef and sheep. Sheep were prominently the biggest opening of the, of the Bully Shire. Um, there were yep. sheep probably from Bully all the way back up into the territory, up into the Barclay Tablelands. Um, but mm-hmm. now the shire is, is probably cattle beef grazing, but it's all yep. natural cre- um treeless plains and all natural grazing.
0: Yeah, wow. It's lovely. It's a lovely landscape, that's for sure.
1: Beautiful. Yeah. It, it, um, um, I think um, it's, it's best that um, previous mayor um, that was here before, um, his comments were, there's nothing to see out here, but you've actually got to come and see it um, because people... Uh, it's very aweing when you come out into this really open-downs country and treeless Mitchell Grass Plains. Um, it is probably daunting on some people. If I know myself, when I go back in towards um, Longridge and Emerald and all that timbered country, um, in there it's daunting for me. So I can just imagine someone coming from, from an inner-city suburb and then coming out to here and squawing, and you can just, the vastness of the sky, I don't think they realise how big the sky is. Actually, is until yes, they come out can and be. have a look at it.
0: And and and, yeah. and that whole notion of being able to see from horizon to horizon, like you actually see horizon all the way around you. And that, that's, and, and that's
1: and yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and it's amazing. Like you know, in winter mornings here, um, we've got land, like hills and landscapes in our shire, and they can be seventy to eighty kilometers away, and they actually come up out of the out of the horizon, and you you, you swear that they're only forty or fifty kilometers, but they're actually eighty to one hundred kilometers away. So that's how vast you can see, and the sunsets and the sunrises. You know, as much as Namajurra could could paint this country, um, you've still actually got, got to see it with your own eyes. A camera cannot do it justice.
0: No, that's right. I know it's very hard to capture capture those yeah. sort of beautiful beautiful settings. Um, uh, yeah, with a camera, it, it is. It is certainly it certainly uh, has to be seen to be believed.
1: That's great. Exactly. Yeah, very good. Yeah.
0: And so, your family connection with Buya it, it goes back a little while
1: uh yeah um i'm I'm fifth generation. my dad was born born oh, wow. in Buya and his mother was born in boya um so we class ourselves as nearly locals um yes we we're, we're probably um our family were always working where um the Hamilton hotel, which is no longer there it's it's seventy seven kilometers on the Winton Buya road out of Buya. Uh, my grandmother yep. actually lived there for fifty one years. Um, my great-grandmother is actually buried on the dam bank there. Um, that's a story yep. on its own because she passed away in a, and it was a flood and they had to get permission oh. to, to put her there, down there and that's a, her gravesite is up on the actual old dam bank at the Hamilton Hotel. So, yeah, we do have that yeah. connection um, and it's I sort of haven't travelled a, a lot um, worldwide um, but I do, as my role as mayor, travel um, probably around Australia and coming home is always um, a relief for me. I, I just love coming home. Yeah, no, home's a, home's a great
0: spot. Yeah, that's excellent. <laughs> where you live, it's <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah,
1: yeah, oh, that's wonderful.
0: Is. Very good. And as mayor, what do you? Uh, you've been mayor for at least three terms,
1: I think. Have you? You've been yeah. Um, I got um, elected. Yeah, I've elected as a councillor in 2008, and then got elected as mayor in 09. Um, this is mm-hmm. now my third term as mayor. And I still yeah. love the job. It's 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 just advocating what we have to both state and federal governments. Um, and the potential that we've got out here and particularly in the in the natural grazing um, industry, um, natural beef yeah. grazing, I think, you know, this country is organic by default. Um, it's we're we're gone down that and we're going down that road of organic grazing and yeah, it's great. I think yeah. it has got so much potential for what is the world is starting to demand
0: yeah absolutely and uh and and why not um back to your strengths and uh use the natural assets as you as you can in regards to that i think that's a uh it's it's ideal for for that organic meat market it's excellent
1: yeah it, it is and, and 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 it stands out because there's there's large pastoral companies and, and and family operations out there here they've been operating in this in the bullia shire for over a hundred years so mm. you know if you look at that um, you know, maybe more kilos of beef would be produced now within the Shire and there would be more ecosystem with all those watering points that are being put in place. Um, and you That's look at a right. sustainable industry, um, you know, you don't stay in a, in a business for 100 years if you're not sustainable.
0: That's right. I mean, and and ultimately the sustainability or, or ability to have longevity in, in pastoral industry, is the ability to look after your environment. It's a it's a critical element. I, I, Otherwise, you don't have a business.
1: Exactly, and that's you know, that's in in, in um, these families' best interest, and and that's where they they that's why they're successful is looking after an environment um, that's around them, so they can keep operating.
0: Yeah, that's right, and uh, and that that uh, inherent knowledge of, of the landscape and and how what it needs when it needs it, I think is uh, is the uniqueness and the, the 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 excellent skill that our um the past in, in those broad acre areas uh and large land areas have that um can't be underestimated. So I think it's, a, you know, it's an yeah, it's exceptional industry. Uh for Queensland and, and all over Australia. Yeah, that's yeah, great.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah, fantastic. The uh the attractions in uh in bullia what uh, what sort of attractions have Bullia got to offer people when they come to visit?
1: Well, it's, it's, it's a, it's a bit of, mix of everything. Um, you know, as you drive into, into Buya coming from the Winton, Winton side of it, you cross over the, the Burke Bridge. Um, at the moment, we're very lucky that water hole there is, is full. Um, and you drive up into the massive, um, green medium strips. It's still the old, big old wide streets with the medium strip right up. Um, there's gardens, flower gardens and all those on the main street and in the medium. Um, the attractions is, the, the modern day now, Minmin Min Encounter, uh which tells us the story of the of what Buya is famous for, the famous Minmin Min Light, a uh, mysterious light that to do this day is still is still not solved. There's a lots of stories around there and, and theories of what it is. So if you if you find the time to go through there for a forty five minute show, there's different mm. stories there of the theory of what people think it is. Um, so it's a mystery. We then have the Stonehouse Museum. Um, up there has got you know the history of, of a of a house and the fam- first families that come to Booyah. We also have um, world renowned um, dinosaurs and these are sea bearing animals. Um, I think there's one of only one found in that we actually have that in there. Uh, there's an old um, old house there that has now got all hospital artifacts and all that, all the tools and and the, and how put this country here today. What how they had to use and. And a story of of what was like was life here without electricity, and you know those pioneering families and how they lived and survived and thrived in this country. Yeah, that's great.
0: And yeah, and have you and, seen the midnight light?
1: Well, I I think I might have by accident, and I didn't realise it, but um, my wife and I and family were living at Lucknow, which is a property that we've owned. Um, we were there one night having tea and we've seen a light coming towards where the neighbours thought, the neighbours' property, and um, we thought, oh, well, we'll put the billy on them here for a cup of coffee and a cup of tea, and um, we waited an hour, and they never turned up, so we retired and got up in the morning and rang them, and they weren't there. They were in Cloncurry, so, and there's only one road mm. out out of that yeah, property, wow. and they weren't there, and we thought, well, ooh, maybe it was a mini light. So, but yeah, my, my grandmother tells a story of it, um, and that, and it's it's a mystery light, and I don't think it's got any um, um, m- meanness of it because you know Aboriginal people are very curious people, and and they don't tell the story in, in any harm's way. So I think it's just a light, um, and you know up to today is still um, unexplainable, and there are heaps of theories around. So. Um you've yeah, got to come out. Coming um, out to, see if you can yeah, have to look come out and see if yeah. you can find it. Yeah, see if you can see, see can it. Find yeah, it. Yeah. Oh well I suppose the folklore is um you don't find the min min light, it finds you. That's <laughs> right, yes, yeah, so that's it. That's <laughs> right. yeah. So yeah. and you know, and and you know, the wine main street, um, you know, councilors um spends a lot of time on presenting that to the tourists and to the people. Um and it's not for tr it's more for the locals as well you know we live in a nine and a half inch rainfall landscape. Um, droughts are, are yeah. pretty um, an annual event out here you could say um, uh, but we we still um, produce beef in a, in a clean environmental way, um, but yeah we do get dry um, and I think that's what council is you know if you have that beautiful presentation of of green lawns and and looking presentable to town when those people do come in from their properties um, it gives them that Relaxing and saying, well, you know, look how good and, and appreciated this is, and and it really does yep. help them stressing with the dry times that we do have. Yeah, that's that's very important. Yes, that's right. Uh,
0: they always say the last water you should use on your on your property is the lawn around the house. Yeah. To keep yeah, and hard. it is. Yes.
1: It it's, it really does, and I know myself it works on that. You know, we we have a lawn around our homestead, and you you're working in a dry environment. You know, you drive into town and you see that beautiful medium strip up the middle of town. Um, yep. it really does take the weight off your shoulders
0: yeah i agree i think it's and buller is <laughs> a beautiful little town which we're very well looked after it's uh, always looks immaculate mm. so yeah well done it's great the um plesiosaurus in the stone house is a complete fossil uh, which is which is quite extraordinary and it links the, um you can move from Winton with the, all the land land fossils, and then you move through to Bullia, which you've actually got the inland a replica or a, an example of the inland sea that was and and then you can go through to Alice Springs where they've got the the species of the wombat the uh, the very very large wombat the cow-sized wombat that they found on Olkuta Station which is actually now in their museum at the uh, Araluan Art Center and I just think it's it's a wonderful trip for kids who are into dinosaurs and fossils. Um, there's this, this amazing track that people can do now from Winton all the way through to Alice Springs and, and just actually charting the course of history and the change in our landscape over, the, over millions of years. And uh, it's a really interesting part of, I think, what the Outback Way has to offer in regards to linking up all that, all that fossil history of, of, for the nation. So yeah, it's very and, good that Julia has actually been able to unpack that fossil and and be, put it on display. It's fantastic.
1: And and that's one of the privileges that we have of you know um with you know the Dick Suter that was out here and and that was his life ambition was to find those sorts of things and did come up with that find. But that right, you know as you you know with families and and children, you know I just love the imagination. Uh, you know you leave Wint and you're coming from Middleton, and, and you look at all these hills that you'll see and. That we have in in our areas, and you see all the flat tops and whatever. well, that is just where the sea actually wore those down um that's why the yeah. tops of those hills are flat, so you know mm-hmm. it, it actually you know when you're driving through just before middle and then these massive big landscapes of, of hills there that are flat tops, you know you're actually underwater at the bottom of the inland sea, um so mm-hmm. you know you close your eyes and just imagine that, and then when you get to Bull, you see this mighty animal that we've got here. Um, picture that floating around past you and and stuff like that so you know it's for the children uh, with dinosaurs and adults I mean it still inspires me those massive big animals wandering over this landscape so many millions of years ago uh, how it would have been (laughs) it would have been inspiring I can tell you
0: yeah absolutely Uh, yeah incredible so um with uh in addition to all those lovely attractions Boya has, um, there's also various events uh in town. So what what's the ma- the major events you've got going on in
1: Boya oh, throughout well, the
0: year?
1: Okay, well um normally um in April, yeah, Easter weekend April, um we have uh rodeo camp draft and um well, <laughs> rodeo camp draft and, and horse racing. Um the race course reserved at Boya is has been developed so that we can hold all these events um, at the one place. You don't have to have different mm. uh, visit, you know areas or development all over the all over the place. It's all at one place. There's camping and sites and toilets and you know everything that that you need to hold a an event. And where that come into like that was the major events of Bulga was the races, the radio, and the, and the can drafting in a in a rural town. Um, yeah. And then you know it's been twenty plus years now and Okay. Um, someone thought, well, you know, how about we we start racing camels? So it has probably put Booyah, um in that next spotlight. Um, you know, Booyah now is yep. renowned for the Melbourne Cup of camel racing, um, yep. and, and using that facility is you know we the people who thought of those ideas because of the the previous council and future and previous community people they developed this large area out there um, and created it and. So you had the capacity to hold such a massive event. You know between four to five, up to seven thousand people have been known to come to this to the camel races event. It's a, a yeah, massive it's event. Exact. It's mm. actually now tied in with the, you have the Badiri camel races one weekend, then the bullyer, and then you go through to Winton, and yep. then they carry on down into into eastern Queensland and you know the um, people from Victoria, South Australia and across from the territory actually bring their camels to race here. So it's, yep. and it's, now it's a very professional uh, run event. Um, still massive entertainment in between the races, so, and you know they're taking it to the next standard now, where you know having fashions of the fields and all that, and really tying up where horse racing has, and you know taking that camel racing to the next level. And and that's yeah, probably a, that's... a major event in in Buya and it really does help the community. Yes,
0: that's right. Yeah, lots of. A... Uh, flow, flow of the dollars, which is uh, very important for small communities. That's excellent. The race circuit seems to be uh, growing because I know that Alice Springs also has a Camel Cup also in July. So it's certainly the time of year for the camel races to happen everywhere. <laughs> yeah.
1: it, and it is. And, and, like, you know, and that's that's the great thing of these communities out here, is working together so you can link it all up and get those people to, to come in and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, you know, like Bersall now... You know, they're holding the Big Red Bash and the Burrs, famous Bursal races. You've got Winton with the Way Out West um, event now and the, and the Vision Splendid events. So, all those yep. things that, you know, whatever community holds that, other townships and communities can say, oh, well, we're out here now doing the uh, Vision Splendid in Winton. Why don't we slip over to Buyer and see what they've got? Or, you know, when the That's Rig right. Red Bash and will, oh, you yeah, know, let's come on home through Buyer and all those sort of things. So, it's up then to communities and, and our business to to log on to, and to piggy-tail off of those. And I think that those events right across is helping central Queensland um, in itself um, and really putting um, probably Queensland and western Queensland on the map to say, well, you know, we're just not droughts and arid and landscape and, and, and cattle and sheep. Um, there's a lot of other events out here for a social, you now it's a social event. I mean, I get comments in Boy is, you know, we can't attend every event in town um, yeah, you know, that's just so uh, that if you come in there's something usually on or you know, happening in Boyo or within our region. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's and that for someone to say that means that there's obviously a lot going on, various and then obviously that would be a varied varied group of events, but yeah, that's that's terrific that uh, there's just so much yes. activity. It's very it's also very good because as you're saying, you know, the dry and and you know, and reasonably isolated. Besides, you know, people have got internet and things now. But I mean, socially connected, and uh, and just having a suite of events for people and locals to be involved in is so is so important for uh, just you know headspace and and just being uh, being part of the community. So that that whole community feel is uh, is is so valuable for people in uh, in country areas and uh, you know mm-hmm. outback out, out Queensland
1: and those people that are traveling you know if they do attend event um out here they actually connect with the locals um you know if 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 um if there's a not a lot happening here, out here um we have the tourists come through and they're visiting and and they sort of just look at the sites and and that's it and well and they connect with people that are operating them but you know if you if you attend events, you're actually talking and and getting a story from a local and they can tell the story so well of why they live here um and that. And, and you have so many Uh, people out in these regions, oh, yeah, i only come out here for six weeks to do a job for a mate, and now I've been here for 10 years. So, you know, it's it's those things that really draw people in. Um, They think, oh, there's nothing to see out here, but when they turn up, they just instantly fall in love with the area.
0: Yeah, that's it. Uh, There's a lot of those stories how people just seem to to, uh, turn up and, only for a short time, but end up a lifetime.
1: <laughs> so. Yeah, and on and, and the best, and I suppose one of the things that I look at is, you know, if, if you're a, if you live in Booyah, um, you're just not a rate right number. Um, you know, you're actually part of our community, and um, yeah. you get involved, and you're, you you have your own personality. You're just not a rate right person uh, living in a street in downtown Brisbane. You know, out here, um, and this mm. is a privilege of being a, in local government, the mayor. You know, yeah. there would be. There wouldn't. I don't think there'd be a person in Bully that I would not know. Yes, that's right. That's
0: great. Yeah. Exactly. And that's
1: a and that's privilege of having, to, having the role.
0: Right. Yeah, it is. It, it really is. That's right. Fantastic. Now, so the future of bullier, what How do you see the future of Bully playing out? And uh, what, ah, what developments are happening, or what, what do you what, what do you want to see happen with
1: Bully? Well, for the for the, the for the thanks of the Outback Way, um, you know, yes. Outback Way Development Group now has been operating. We celebrated 20th birthday last year. Um, you know, a vision of of, a, of just a road through the centre of Australia um, to where it is today, and, and the commitment that we're getting now from state and federal governments. Um, the future of Bully is sealing the road through the centre of Australia, so you can travel from from Cairns to Perth, or from the eastern seaboard through the west to the western seaboard through the centre of Australia, to have a look at really what does make Australia Australia: the uniqueness, the vastness of it all. Um, it's still inspiring with myself, like I'm used to big distance and landscapes and when you get to Booyah and think, well, you know, you're not even halfway through to Perth. Um, that's how big our country is. And, and people on the eastern seaboards and in, in large metropolitan our city areas, they really need to come out here to have that connectivity with the bush. And I think the Outback Highway will do that and the Outback Highway development Will really open up Bully with the through traffic that'll come through. Um, we can. We're in the process now of allocating more land because we can just see that motels, tourism sites, caravan parks, and all those things are paramount to deliver the services that we will get with those people coming through to see this vast inland area. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. No, it's our growth. It, it's our future. Is the Outback Highway. Yeah, that's right.
0: That's great. And and I guess also there's some other Potential um, other industries developing, or the growth of the cattle industry, and is there any mining developments in around Buller or gas? Or
1: well, there is, we're, and we're getting that. It's coming now. You know, the downturn in the mining probably put a bit of a damper, but um, yep. you know, all this country, the, um, you know, there's been stories that Mount Isa and Broken Hill down in New South Wales are all linked. Um, you know, it's, all this area is, is rich in minerals, so it's just a matter with technology. Coming through in the mining industry, how they can extract that without um, affecting the environment and all those sorts of things. So, you know, in the beef industry, you know, Seal Road, there's a lot of um, cross-border trading now between the territory and and Queensland, and and with the modern-day um, transport in the beef industry now, you know, we have droughts, so you know, you can purchase cattle and trade cattle right through Australia and you know through the Centre Australia's. You're looking at big numbers through the centre of Australia, very unique for for breeding and and purchasing, and then you've got your eastern seaboard and those areas for finishing and processing. So there's a great partnership that could be developed, and sealing yeah. this road through here would really delivering that um, that animal in a in a um, welfare um, state, um, a lot better condition. So yeah, I see yeah. a lot of potential for the right across every. Aspects of businesses within the beef tourism, um, traditional owners telling their stories. Um, yeah, and if you yes. want to keep a culture alive and thriving, you've got to tell your stories, and that'll give those people in Central Australia to tell their stories to the to the persons travelling through.
0: Absolutely. Well, no, that's great, uh, Rick. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode and uh, we uh, look forward to hearing how Bully goes and um, how it's developing um, in future episodes and also all the very best with your uh, Bully Camel Races which is coming up on the third week in July. Yeah. Um, if you want, if the listeners want more information they can call 4746-3386 uh, for details about that and uh, we really, uh, really thank you for your time and uh, We'll, we'll no doubt we'll chat again sometime in the future.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much, Alan, for giving that opportunity. And, and, you know, the camera races, I suppose, are the paramount. And, you know, we've got a really good young team of people now that are taking that on board. Um, you know, it's modern. You can book online. You can do all these things now. So, you know, it really, you know, if you've, if you, if you've got the time, please come out and support this great event. And actually, small, it supports the small, hard-working, young, young up-and-coming leaders of Buya um, that are really stepped up of the plate and taking that to the next level and it'll be a really appreciated the Booyah Shire and all this residents would appreciate a visit so we can show you our vastness and our beautifulness that we have out here.
0: Yeah, that's great. Thanks Rick so much for your time <laughs> and we'll uh, Yeah and, and do all the listeners, uh, until next episode, please uh travel safely and uh, we'll be in touch next week. Thank you.
1: Okay. Thanks Alan.
0: Thank you for tuning into the Outback Way podcast. Our notes and links will be on our website, outbackway.org.au. You can subscribe to our newsletter, buy our guidebook and download the app if you haven't already. Please join us on Facebook, Outback Way, Australia's Longest Shortcut, and on Twitter at Outback Way 1. The Outback Way podcast is all about your trip. We're really trying to make it easier for you and give you valuable information to make it more enjoyable. So we'd love your feedback. Send your questions, comments and travel stories to info at outbackway.org.au and if you share your story we may even feature you on this podcast thank you for joining us through the heart of australia on australia's longest shortcut cheers for now